two hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Rabbi We are back as if we do every Monday between 2 to 3 where we discuss education. Um, in any way, in effect, that it can actually affect our lives. We talk about how to make the world a better place, how to make us better people, how to influence our families, ourselves, our community, and just everybody around us to make sure we have a better future, a better life, a better world, a better everything. And this is the place where we talk about the issues that interest us as a community and see what the world has to say about it, what happens in the community, outside the community, around the world, in the world of education. Special guests coming into the studio, and I have a lot happening today in the show, even though it's holidays and even though uh, the major change from last week, last week our listeners were here and they're so tired of all the exams and now everybody is already way into their holidays the majority not everybody majority of us and some of us are away and it's a good time to stop and see we where we are where we're standing what are we what have we achieved in the past year in education what are we going to achieve this coming up year in education that's why later on in the show we're going to have back our life coach uh rabbi merkin is going to be discussing with us a bit about planning about organizing about achieving goals but beforehand, very important. One of the things that has imp- uh, affected the community uh, in a very, very strong, wide way is Koel uh, Yachol. Koel Yachol has brought out throughout the years many rabbis, many families who have somehow got themselves in the educational world. Just last week, we had a men- we were mentioning a bit about Rabbi Trepp, who late Rabbi Trepp, who passed away. This week, I asked. Um, uh, Michael Carp. I, I don't. I'm not even going to choose a title for him because I think the name Michael Carp means everything to everybody in the community. No reason at all to represent who he is. I think it's very clear, very obvious. Um, it's even hard for me to just say Michael Carp, but I will. Michael Carp is here in studio with me, who has been with the community for years, for years, years, years. Just last. Shabbos, I heard for the first time in my life a new term called, he doesn't even know that I know it, called the KGB, which apparently stood for Carp, Grossness, and Brothers, who actually pushed forward the, the community, was very involved. One of the educators that was well involved with them was Rabbi Flecher, Fachler. And he's the person that we're going to be discussing now. Just last year celebrated um, his yurt site. Some time has passed. And just to hear and to remember the times that um, the uh, earlier times educa- educators and rabbis, uh, Rabbi Flecher, who eventually became a rabbi at Waverly Shul, taught in Yeshiva College, was very involved in the community. We'll hear probably much more later on. So, obviously, as we do every week, any comments you want to join with us, please send in a WhatsApp message, 061-895-1019, 061-895-1019, that's the WhatsApp line. You could always send us a SMS, but that's only if you're in South Africa, 34519, 34519 34519 is SMS line. If you want to call in, 010-140-3020. So, right to business. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, Michael, for being with us. Hey, Thanks for inviting me uh, to come and tell you about some of the early days in the cradle, more specifically 
as they relate to Rabbi Fachler, whose yachtzeit, as you heard, was last week. And uh, I never had the opportunity of delivering any hesped of any kind, although I was very close to him and was very much influenced by him. Uh, he was a great educator, and that's why I think it's very, as we say in Yiddish, tsugapast for this show to have something said. Yiddish is a different show here, but to okay. <laughs> explain tsugapast is, it fits in. It fits in. It's, uh, it's, okay. Yeah, it fits in. Uh, and, um, yeah, and uh, I was asked to say a few words about him, and I've uh, prepared a little bit, and I'm very grateful this opportunity of this opportunity of that I can say something about him. Um, I think today's world have really forgotten about him or don't know very much about him. But I had the pleasure, the distinct pleasure, of living in the house. I boarded there before I got married the last few months, before I went to Israel to get married, and uh, became very close with him, with the family. Um, I learned with him, uh, studied with him, uh, prepared with him before I went to get married and uh, yeah and I was very very so you've seen his a influence lot about on the community yeah. and from far so tell us um, about what he's done where he came from okay. so we, he started as you said at the Koilo yeah he came he was part of the second wave he was the second wave that came to the Koilo and which me, was around what year wow this was Early 80s? It was the early 80s, yes. Early 80s. Early 80s, very okay. good, very good. I can see you. Yeah. Was it done a bit of research? I remember. I yes. was almost born yeah. <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let me say that from the first day that he walked into the kernel, I still remember it. He made a very big impact on everybody. He was. He learned with great diligence. Hasmoda, am I allowed to use that word? Hasmoda? You're diligence. allowed to use whatever you want. Right, he learned with great diligence. And... Uh, and he also, to the extent that he had to talk to the public, he spoke at university, he spoke in various public forums, he excelled. He was a great speaker, a great educator. And uh, He came from what country? He was yeah. originally from England. So he knew English when he started. He's English, yeah, <laughs> okay. he's English, but he learned many years in Eretz Israel. Okay. Uh, a of uh, you can call him, when he, when he arrived. And let me say this, that in the end of the day, he he went, as you correctly said, he became a rov of uh, Waverley, was a rov of Berea, and he taught in Yeshiva College. And I want to say this, that you talk about the old days, um, I wasn't really prepared to tell you this, but let me say this, that the community then was very polarized. Okay. You had Yeovil was Yeovil, Yeovil was Yeovil, and the rest of the religious community was the rest of the community. There were, of course, always a few exceptions that are born in particular, uh, ascribed to the Haredi Veltangshong, uh, uh, the, the, the Haredi way of life. But really, as I said, Yeovil was Yeovil, and, uh, and we were very polarized. And we watched in amazement. I think this is very important to know. We watched in amazement how Rabbi Fachler went out from this world and took up these positions in the Klal, in the community, and how he managed to excel and bridge the divide between the two communities. He was loved by all of them. He was respected by all of them. Um, can I say a little vote here? You could say, you feel free to say what you want. I think it's very important that we hear, just to understand, because everything you're saying is kind of new to me. Because when I come into South Africa, I see a very large community with many colors to it, many groups to it, but I don't see a 
big separation between the two communities. Okay. I actually see many small communities or many middle-sized or many big communities, but not this distance that you're talking about. Yeah. And before we go on to the Vort, what changed? If, if we're looking at the past, you're mentioning a very strong yeah. separation between yeah. two communities, and now? I think the Beijing were very involved in creating this, this unity, that although from a religious perspective there were two communities, but the Beijing uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Christoph in particular held the community together and uh, from, because he, he also could sort of, you know, bridge the divide, the two worlds. And, 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 and he held everything together to the extent that in the end of the day, when the, when the, when Yeovil closed down and everybody came to, came together in, 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 in these areas, in these areas <laughs> over here. Can mention yeah, so, so. So we were able to live together, and you know, uh, and there's one based in which I think is very one chief rabbi. It's all a this, one leadership here it's in the one, community, uh, which is getting and, everybody, and everybody together under it. Sorry, yeah, everybody it. comments. Everybody comments on the great unity that exists over here. But at that time, let me say that for us, I think it was it was terrific to see how he, as I said, he he was able to to contribute to both worlds so effectively. So we do have to take a short break of of ads, and then we're going to hear more about the ability of connecting into the two worlds. And here, I'm here with Michael Karp discussing uh, the Jewish community, the past, in particular, Rabbi Fachar. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 FM. 101.9, we are back. Right before the breaks, we were talking with Michael Karp, discussing the past, the history, the Jewish community, the ability of taking two communities that were kind of uh, separated and bringing them together to this beautiful unity, to this beautiful connection that we have today in the Jewish uh, Jobur community. And particularly, we were talking about um, Rabbi Fachar, and which led uh, to a few more, to the Bezdin and etc. So right before the break, he said, can I say Ovort, which I'm really uh, anxious to hear. So maybe we'll start with that. Okay. So I think... Just, you know, right before the... I do have to say, uh, number one, one of the questions coming in by Ricky Lomi, uh, I don't understand the question since unfortunately I did not hear the song. I will try to hear the song later on and reply to your message. Um, so that's regarding that. And anything you want to add to the show or you want to say about the show, about what we're talking about, or about any other topic, anything that you remember from the past, from the educators that we've mentioned here in the show before, um, as Rabbi Fachar that we're focusing on, Rabbi Trepp has been here in the past, and just not long ago we lost uh, Mrs. Grossness. A lot a lot that the, out of the Coil community that affected education in the world, please send in your comments. 061-895-1019 is the WhatsApp line, 061 061- Eight nine five one zero one nine. You could always call in at zero one zero one four zero three zero two zero, and obviously you could send us a a text message three four five one nine. But that's only here in South Africa. Okay, we're back, Michael. So what what is the word that we were talking yeah, about? So what what I was saying that notwithstanding the fact that we were always a very united community, even though we had the as I said the Yeovil. Uh, let's call it the Haredi community for want of a better word for the moment um, very united uh, overseas people come from overseas can't get over the fact that we, we have chasanas and you know all types are there um, and that's wonderful and that's a great great credit to the Rabonim generally in this community that kept it that way 
and uh, Imrit Hashem, they'll continue to do so. But for us originally in the, in, in the Kodal, we, um, what was wonderful to see about Rabbi Fakhla, we say, I think it's in Shmois, Russia, the, the Posuk says, the Yosef Ayab Mitzrayim. Yosef is in Mitzrayim. Huh, we've been, the last few parishes, we've been talking about the fact that Yosef was in Mitzrayim. Why all of a sudden, what's, new? A po- yeah, what's new about the fact that Yosef was in Mitzrayim? Today so, it wouldn't hit the news. Sorry? Today it wouldn't hit the news. <laughs> I mean, he's been there already. Okay. So I'm saying that this, what, for, for me in particular was, and I think for my, for my friends and the, the people in the curl, what was very great was that Rabbi Fakhla, so Rashi says on that point, this is what I want to say, Rashi says, Yosef, Yosef, the same Yosef, that Yosef that tended his father's flocks, that Yosef that, that learned with his father, that Yosef that was, um, Originally sent down to Mitzrayim, that same Yosef, when the brothers came down, they found they found the same person. There was no change in him. He managed to maintain his levels, his integrity, his 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 standards of 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 of, 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 of Yiddishkeit, or whatever it was, in Mitzrayim. And that's what we found marvelous and fantastic about Rabbi Fakhla, that he was able to not understand the fact that he left the cloisters, the the the, the walls of the cradle where everything you know was learning. Uh, there was a lot of learning going on there all the time, and 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 he had to go into the wider South African world. It was wonderful to see how he managed to deal with both, sort of with all aspects of the community. I think that was his greatness. His greatness was that he dealt, he could impact on all all uh, sides and you know of the community. All, all connect aspects. to everyone and stay yeah, himself. That's right. And not not being influenced, but really be connected. Then. And, Sorry, the, the other thing I think what was a great contribution that he made that is still very visible and effective today is the question of the Chodesh and Yoshin. You know, originally, uh, it was only after Rabbi Shakovitsky was here for a few years that he said that the Kodal must adhere to these laws. When I asked him personally if I should also, he said to me, no, no, you must ask Rav Zalsa, the, the Rav. He always held Rav Zalsa to be the Rav, the old Rav. And I went to ask him, and he said to me, no, you don't keep these, because that's only for the kernel, because it's a Svex Vaker. What is a Svex Vaker? It's a double doubt. How would you explain right. it? Yeah, double doubt. We don't know whether, the, whether, first of all, you don't keep these laws in Chutzlare. Yeah. We, we don't know whether you do. And secondly, we don't even know whether the flower that we have on the... Um, on the on the shelf is, is that, in fact is that in fact no right, and he was the one that clarified this. He ran up and down to Pretoria because he saw there was a kind of a there were communities that it was divided. You know, the community was a bit divided on this issue, and he got the barcodes and he worked it all out so that today that we know what what you know what is Choshen, what is Yoshin, what is Chodesh. He was the one who actually. Worked that all out for us initially. He he actually got it properly for the people. Saying that he was still involved with everybody regarding if they kept it or not, yeah. which was I think an amazing. No, he could, thing. he was a founder of Nakama. Who's one of the founders of Nakama? Which Nakama? The, the you know, it was a. Um, they help you know people that are. You know, have lost dear ones and near ones, and, and so lost and so the forth. close families yeah. and tragedies. Yes, we yeah. have. Uh, uh, I've been in touch with them in the, the, one of the earlier, earlier, earlier shows. When one of the just a year ago when we had a tragedy in the community, so it, it's fascinating to see how so many people had such a big impact in the community. I know that uh, people that know you, people, and what I could see, you're a very organized person, and you really know what you want to say and how to prepare. But here, I'm going to comment something that I did not tell you ahead of time. I'm going to ask you, 
and I did not prepare you for this uh, because I just remembered as we're talking. As we're talking, I remembered that my first show on Chai FM, on my own show, uh, it wasn't my first time on the radio. I've been, I had in somebody else's show, but the first time I had my own show was a bit over a year ago. And one of the topics was uh, in memory of a great educator here in the community, which was your brother. That was my first show at the time. Really? Uh, it's been some time. The first show, I even remember the, the, the guest that came, uh, somebody who put a book together. Um, and tell me about, when we're talking about education, we're talking about people that impact the world. And, and throughout that show, I remember a lot of uh, messages came in of people that he's impacted and had a part of. Uh, what has changed and what have you seen throughout the years of the school? I know that you were very involved in the beginning in uh, in Shari Torah uh, Foundation in the school. And I know you had a very close as a very close brother in a very educational position. Tell us a bit about the differences between 40 years ago in the education world and what we see today different. Well, I don't really have children anymore in the system, but I do have grandchildren. I think there's been an unbelievable improvement. I mean, I've just sent away a grandchild. Well, I didn't send away, but my son. <laughs> Only parents away, send so, their kids away. Yeah. Grand, grandparents yeah, but, keep them close. Yeah, but when you're <laughs> close, it's, uh, you know, you all feel it. Um, let me say this, that uh, my son keeps telling me that, I mean, he was, one of the, he was, I think, probably the first group to go through the system that we created. Because when I came back from Yeshiva, there, was, there wasn't this, this infrastructure that we have today with, the, with all the schools. With all the, the schools. The, which is amazing. Rabbi Bernard was the first one that, that started a school and uh, cra- you know, trying to uh, cater for everybody. And then the, we, the Lubavitch and the, and, and, and the Koel Hebra, Koel broke away uh, we we built separate we built separately together i mean separately but uh, at the same time that's what i wanted to say um, but i think that in our in our school in the Sharitara school i think we've reached a level of, of of preparation for yeshiva that we couldn't achieve in the early years because we were just starting off we were uh, we were really starting off and we, we had no experience not as if we'd seen what we were doing before or we grew up in a community where all this where we'd seen how this worked. Um, and uh, let me say that the people that have taken over have done an, an excellent job. I mean, whether it be the, the Sharitara, the Marashah, the, 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 the Khaili is uh, also you know, very, very new to the whole system. But what I see coming out of the system, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, the level of, 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 of a yeshiva boy that goes on to yeshiva, what we're preparing today, what's coming out of the system is unbelievable. And I can only give it to, give credit to all the rabbonim, to all the, to all the, the educators. The uh, educators. Oh, that's the word. They're I wonder how it was then. Today I could say about the educators today, I could say that we're in holidays already. The amount of messages that I've been getting from principals, from teachers, is as if it's not holidays, as if they're still working. So that's a tremendous dedication that we see today. Has it always been that way? Or, as you say, we improved professionally. Did, did, yeah. did we improve with the dedication or the I, educators were very ed- dedicated? I think, the, I think the educators have always been very dedicated. That's what I see. Which they is an amazing all, thing to see. It is amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. 
I, the truth is that I could sit here and, and yeah. talk to you for hours uh, yeah. regarding that. It, it is amazing to see what happened because, you know, to he- see your perspective that's been here for years and see my yeah. perspective, I'm very new in town yeah. and I see the whole community so different, such a big, wide, professional, mm. uh, uh, powerful community. I think it just shows about the dedication, the work, the the unbelievable things that has been happened. And I guess it all goes back to the KGB, as we said in the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let me say that since I've been here the last few... Look, I also I, I was in observatory for all the years. Well, we called it Yeovil altogether. But but since I've been here, I'm amazed. I walk into to all you know the different shuls, and I see somebody, and I say, now, what's your name? And he tells me what his father's name is and who his mother was. And I know that this person comes from nowhere. And then I look at the growth. It's unbelievable what's been achieved in South Africa in the last 40 years. It just is unbelievable. I don't think that anywhere in the world, um, I don't think anywhere in the world, there's a community that's lifted itself up by its own bootstrings. Absolutely, uh, even having a radio, which was (laughs) carried, which is rare around the world. 